Hey folks, it's Bishop Kai. Good to be back with you. I know it has been like forever since um, since I actually sat and recorded something for you guys, but uh, I thought I would take the time today. I keep looking at the equipment sitting in my office and log into the computer sitting on my desk thinking, my word, you, you need to be doing something proactive, doing something productive, doing something that helps people, and uh, you have all of this equipment and you're doing nothing. You know, quite often we complain about the fact that we want to, uh, we want to be a blessing, we want to do things for the kingdom, we want to go out and, and preach the gospel, and, and we want to be a, you know, a voice for God, and, and you look at all of the things that you could be doing, or all the equipment that you have, like I did this morning, or over the last few days, I should say, and I think... Uh, I have everything I need right here to be a voice, and you're just not being a voice. Being a voice for the kingdom in this day and age is a conscious decision that I think every single one of us really needs to make and commit to. So I want to share something from my heart that's been uh, kind of going through my mind in the last few days, uh, particularly because of something that happened recently. And um, I'm sure that it'll resonate with quite a few of you out there listening to this. Uh, but I really pray it touches your life and touches your heart, touches your spirit, and that in doing that, you'd actually tell somebody that you know that needs to listen to this. You know, you should listen to Bishop Kai on the CDTV podcast. That's a, that's a good message today that he's put out there. So he, here's what I want to talk to you. What what do we do when when life happens to us? You know, what do you do when it looks like you're fulfilling God's plan and then suddenly... Everything shuts down as quickly as it kind of kickstarts. Now, the one thing I've learned in my life is that when I go through stuff or when I commit to doing stuff, if it's not God, it stops very quickly. And uh, when you start something, you have the responsibility to end it. Uh, But if God starts it, then trust me, he's going to see it through. And when the season is done, when the time is over for that thing, he will bring it to fruition, bring it to completion, bring it to an end, and all will be as God wills it to be in that particular season of your life. So recently, for those of you that are wondering, I've been involved in a couple of arenas that I wouldn't normally have gotten involved in. Nothing illegal, immoral, or or unethical, but I'm certainly trying to take my voice, take my gifts, take my talents into additional arenas uh, within politics, within geopolitics, within that kind of um, environment. And uh, what happened is um, last year in the UK, as we prepared for the general election, God really opened a door for me to be a voice in that area um, and to use me behind the scenes for one of the major political parties with uh, the general election, particularly here in my home country of Wales, although I did go further afield into the national campaigns as well. Um, to see what we could do to help in in those arenas. So I came out of that and uh, was presented with an opportunity to get involved in politics. And um, within a very short space of time, I realized that um, this wasn't quite what I thought it was going to be, and neither would I be able to fulfill the function I was required to fulfill the way I thought I would be able to fulfill it. So within a matter of days, uh, that stopped. And 
It's difficult because when you believe this is God doing something, when you believe this is the Lord's will for your life, when suddenly it, it comes to an end, the, the natural reaction, the immediate reaction, is to start blaming the devil and this is a demonic attack and, and, and all the things that we normally do as believers. But you have to stop and take stock of the situation to, to question, actually, is this the enemy attacking my faith or is this God preventing me from going down a road that I shouldn't be going down, whether it's permanently or at this particular time and season of my life? Am I trying to jumpstart a process God's not yet qualified and prepared me for, or am I indeed going on a journey that would lead me away from where God actually wants me to be? Now, I'll preface that with this. Just a few weeks before this most recent opportunity, um, a friend of mine and a gentleman that I've worked with as well came to me and um, not knowing what I did as a vocational minister or anything of that, asked me, you know, where do I stand with God? And when I explained my whole relationship and my ministry to him, uh, he said to me, you know, I've been praying for you recently and um, I have a word for you and gave me the word and it was, you know, to go back to preaching the gospel. And uh, I've never lost sight of why God called me or who called me or what he called me for. But, you know, sometimes you go through stuff. Sometimes life happens and life gets in the way. And you make bad decisions, you make good decisions, and you, there are moments you want to do over completely. Uh, but, you know, you learn from these moments, these good times, the bad times, you learn from the mistakes, and hopefully you change and get better, and you move on. And that word that he gave me, the series of scriptures that he shared with me that he'd been praying over my life, really stuck in my mind and my heart so much that as I began to look deeper into... Um, the next season and the opportunities that were presenting themselves, I really began to question how do the two correlate. So as it stands today, I, I'm still involved in politics and still have a voice in that arena, just not how I thought it was going to be. And, and um, because of that, I, I had to stop myself from doing what most believers normally do, and that's going back to how I said, you know, blaming the devil and and, uh, and and getting into all manner of pity parties and doing all manner of stupid things that we would normally do when the fact of the matter is um, I had to, uh, to determine, God, is this you? Now, for me, as I'm recording today and speaking to you, I can genuinely say I believe God stopped that season of my life for a purpose. Do I understand the purpose? No, of course I don't yet. But in the fullness of time, that purpose will be revealed. And then, you know, there's that moment of understanding that we all come to. And, you know, it's the eureka moment, like sitting in the bath of water. And, or, uh, you know, that moment when we come to a full realization of, oh, now I get it. Now I get why God stopped me going down that, that particular path. But... As I came out of that transitional season, as I looked deeper, turned my focus towards trying to understand the will of God in this moment, in this season, a thought struck me. And I guess this is the crux of really what I wanted to get to today, what I wanted to share with you. Um, today, I tweeted something, and my tweet was... Um, 
kind of pertinent, kind of important, um, to me anyway. Um, well, I, my microphone's decided it wants to sit on my lap now. <laughs> and um, I look back at, at uh, the other side of my life, the vocational side of ministry, and over the last few days, few weeks, few months, I've seen things that really are breaking my heart. And if they're breaking my heart, I'm pretty sure that they're breaking the heart of God. You know, the church seems to be like I was in a tremendously transitional season of its life. And I'm beginning to question, is it because of what men and women in leadership are doing and, and people within the church in general? Or is God deliberately trying to stop things, shut things down before the church goes too far? before it damages too many people, before it hurts too many people, before we go down a path that we could never come back from. And um, that's a dangerous, dangerous uh, place to be as I began to look back at, at the season that God so swiftly shut down in my life. One of the questions I asked myself was, had I walked down that path and it been the wrong path, would I have ever recovered? I've been through some stuff in my life, believe me, and uh, I've been through some stuff because of other people, and I've been through some stuff because I've made terrible decisions and done wrong things um, through my life, and one of those um, situations got me to the point of asking the question, how do I ever come back from here? Well, you do come back. No matter what you want to think, you can come back. It, it, sometimes it's a, a trial, it's a tribulation that you go through. Sometimes the way back isn't easy, but there's always a way back. The question you have to ask yourself, though, is in the way back, or, or in the way to the place you need to come back from, how much damage do you do to yourself and others as you take that path, as you walk that road, as you go on that journey? And uh, therein lies the biggest problem. It's not just the damage we do to ourselves, but the damage we do to others by not listening to God, by not following His voice, by not doing the things that He wants us to do, by walking in a direction that is not where He wants us as His children to walk. You know, the Scripture says, Behold, I set before you uh, um, life and death. Therefore, choose life. God's telling us which road to take. And yet, for some strange reason, we still insist on going a different way, a different path. And uh, let me just fix my microphone. because I'm not quite sure why it's deciding to play up. Was it the enemy trying to stop me recording? Trying to stop me saying this to you? Is it the fact that I've forgotten to tighten the screw? Most likely the latter. So... When you walk down that, uh, that path, can you come back? Can you return from the place it's going to lead you to? You know, the scripture says in, in uh, Proverbs, in chapter 4, I have led thee in right paths. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. That's a major key right there. I have led thee in right paths. So the path you're walking, is that a way that God's leading? Now, for me as a churchman, what I'm seeing lately, and um, it's hurting my heart, is I'm seeing a lot of people uh, make the wrong turn. Just like I could have in this season of my life, people are making wrong turns. And today, um, I tweeted, you know, 
in an age where church leaders are turning on the people they serve and lead and church members are turning on the people that lead them and leaders are turning on each other and children of God are turning on each other there is one direction that we must all turn and that is to turn to the cross of Christ there is one direction we must all turn to and that is to turn to the cross of Christ that is not easy yet it should be our natural reaction it should be instinctively what we do in every mistake we make in every every time we falter every time we slip up our immediate natural instinctive reaction should be to turn to the cross of Christ and yet we don't we turn to the TV we turn to social media we turn to our friends our family we turn to everybody except the one that can save us heal us rebuild us and remake us and put us back on the path to everlasting and eternal life to put us back on the path of life in this life not just in eternity the living Savior Jesus the Christ I can't begin to tell you what I would have done in the last few days last few months last two years had I not been able to turn to the cross of Christ had I not been able to go before a living God to say I'm sorry I missed I made a mistake I, I chose the wrong path I done wrong things whatever it is that you and I have, have got to go to him and say but to say forgive me take my feet put me back on the path to life take my take me take my life take everything I am take who I am who I ever could be and put me on the path that leads me to life not just life in eternity but life in you life in abundance life now you know I used to tell people I learned this from somebody but I used to tell people if you understand how to live in the now you understand how to live in eternity because now is the eternal moment you might wait be waiting for next but when you get to next you'll call it now and when now is over you'll call it then so now is our glimpse here on earth of what eternity is like to live in the now do you not find it funny that the scripture says now faith is the substance of things hopeful the evidence of things unseen it didn't just say faith is it said now faith that's faith right here eternal faith in the eternal moment of now so when I begin to look at the path I could have walked I, I, I looked at the damage I could have done to myself and to others 18 months from now three years from now five years from now ten years from now had I been walking the wrong path going in the wrong direction doing the wrong thing but what about the damage I would have done to myself now we never stop to take care of the now moments of life and now the now moment is where life happens life happens at the speed of your now thought and it's your now thought that's determining and dictating what happens when next becomes now wrong decisions happen every day people turn on you situations change circumstances turn on you life turns on you but what you decide to do now in the now moment will determine the rest of your life because when you get to next like I said 
you will call it now. So I made a decision this morning. I got up earlier than I normally would have, started doing a few bits and bobs, thinking about things, but I made a determination that I want to live now, in this now moment. Each and every day I will live for the now. I plan my whole life like I'm going to live forever, but I will live now. I want to be present in every now moment. I wanted to be. I want to be committed to every now moment of my whole being, not just for me, but because now is when I can represent Christ, not next. I used to talk about the the wine and song tomorrow. I don't want to live for Christ tomorrow. I want to live for Christ now. I don't want to be a, a witness for Him next week. I want to be a witness now. I don't want to see His blessings upon my life in the years to come. I want to see them now. I want to be fully committed to what happens to me in Him now. So I want to encourage you today: live for Him, turn to Him, but do it now. Don't wait. Don't put it off till tomorrow. Don't decide, ah, you know, I don't need to do it. There's always tomorrow, as the song says.、Mm-mm. Only moment you've got is right now, because none of us know what's going to happen next. So all and everything I've said is trying to get you to understand. Turn to the cross of Christ. Turn to the living Savior. Turn to the risen Jesus. But turn now. Be a witness for Him now. Serve Him now. Live for Him now, because in doing those things, you will live for you, and you will see what He wants to do in the now moments of your life. So that's my thought for you today. Hope it helps you. Hope it blesses you. Please, please, tell your friends to listen to this. Tell them you need to live for now, and、uh, together. Not individually, together, as we live in Him in the now, we can do incredible things. Until the next time, folks. I'll speak to you again soon.